Welcome back to Slugcast. I hope everyone's holding up okay with the changing quarter. In honor of Women's History Month, this episode will be a resource guide to women's wellness, specifically birth control. As I'm sure many of you have experienced, I've had a lot of questions regarding what birth control would be right for me, where do I start, and what's available to me both on and off campus. So I joined Shop's birth control workshop during their drop-in hours this week and got a bunch of good information and tips on birth control. I also talked to a few female-identifying students about their experiences with birth control to see their thoughts about what worked for them and what didn't. Let's take a look at what resources are available all around since some of us are on and off campus. And just a quick content warning, because talking about birth control and its effects might include some topics about the body that are uncomfortable for some folks. And I'm not a medical professional, just relaying some tips I learned from the workshop. SHOP is the Student Health Outreach and Promotion Center. They have a lot of awesome resources available about important health topics such as substances and recovery, health and wellness, sexual health, and more. My experiences with SHOP have been so positive. They always make me feel super comfortable, both in person and virtually, when I have to talk about subjects such as birth control that sometimes can be tricky or hard to open up about. I actually had an art project a while ago that required me to make something using 200 of the same items, and I chose to do a project on women's sexuality. I ended up going Going to shop to get 200 condoms and they were so helpful and nice about it and it also turns out that I wasn't the first person with that idea. I joined one of the birth control support check-ins during their drop-in hours to learn more about birth control and what would work for me. As a disclaimer, I'll be mentioning some people's experience to give more possible insight. However, everyone is different and it's worth seeing what would work best for you with a doctor or a shop educator. Currently, the drop-in service is offered Tuesdays from 3 to 5, Thursday from 10 to 12, and 1 to 3, and Fridays from 10 to 12. I spoke with one of the shop's contraceptive educators. I was told it's a confidential session and they'll ask if you have UCSHIP because it affects your options and what they can help with, and they'll ask about your sexual history and if you're using any birth control. Condoms are a more frequently known form of birth control, but this shop session helps with other methods. So this is basically what I learned. Most birth control methods affect the uterus. They'll thicken cervical mucus and thin uterine lining, preventing the release of an egg. Unpredictable bleeding can happen on and off, but everybody's different and is affected differently by birth control. So what are our current options? First, we have the pill, which sticks to calendar format. You take it four weeks in the month, every day, and if you're on your period, you take it the last week. If you're not, you won't. You'll experience spotting for the first two to three months and can have condomless sex after seven days. For me, this method didn't really work because I had a hard time remembering taking it every day, and I had some difference in hormonal activity and stress levels. Another student that I talked to said that this method also didn't really work for her because it was hard for her to keep track of, and she also wanted to completely get rid of her period, and that didn't really work. She also experienced a change in mood and a lot of stress, so she decided to change from the pill to the IUD. Next is the implant, sometimes known as Nexplanon, and this one's known to have the most unpredictable bleeding. Personally, I was really excited to try this form of birth control because it's long-lasting and would have probably gotten rid of my period. Plus, I wouldn't have to worry about consistently taking a pill or getting a shot. 
Unfortunately though, in my experience, I was on it for a while and continually bled for four months. Also, another student that I spoke to had similar issues with continual bleeding and hormone imbalances. She basically said that she had a rough mood for a few months and couldn't tell that it was due to her implant until she took it out, and it was really affecting her mental health. I had another friend, though, who did get the implant around the same time that I did, and she didn't experience any bleeding symptoms until a few months in. She decided to wait it out instead of removing it, and it regulated. But once again, everyone is different, and this method may work best for you. The next method is the Nuvu ring or LU ring, and it's basically a plastic-like ring that you insert that releases estrogen periodically. You can also just use it to regulate your periods. This ring is renewed monthly and you normally have it in for three weeks and then out for one. And if you plan on having sex, you can take it out for three hours and reinsert after. This was actually the method that I decided worked best for me. I haven't experienced any negative hormone issues or pain and I can just leave it in for a couple of weeks without having to worry about it. However, there are some downsides when having to replace it each month and taking it out before sex. It's possible to keep it in during sex, however, it might be uncomfortable for you or your partner, so make sure you discuss it beforehand. The next method is the hormonal IUD. It's a T-shaped device placed inside through the cervix to the uterus. It releases hormones and can last from 3 to 7 years. There have been more IUDs recently that last for 5 to 7 years, and if you wanted to have condomless sex, you would have to wait for 2 weeks before it's inserted and 1 week after it's in. Unpredictable bleeding occurs, but it's less than normal. It takes about 10 minutes to insert, but many people experience a lot of cramping and pain after insertion. The person that I spoke to earlier who switched from the pill to the IUD decided that this was the best method for her because it lasts for 7 years and she doesn't even have to think about it. She said it's just there. <laughs> also, she said she has minimal side effects, however, it did really hurt for her during insertion and she had some pretty bad cramps after. But she's had it for a few years and really likes it. The next method is the copper IUD. It doesn't have any hormones, instead it has copper ions, and those copper ions act as spermicide. This one can last for up to 10 years, but it has a lot of cramping and your period flow increases by 50%. The shop educator said that this is one of the less preferred methods because of the side effects and the cramping. And last but not least, there is the shot. The shot is only something that you have to do every three months, but it does tend to have a lot of side effects. The hormones kick in after seven days, and some people prefer this method because they don't have to worry about insertion or sticking to a calendar, but the downsides are that there tend to be hormonal effects. Okay, so how do you get birth control? <laughs> If you're off campus, you can actually go to any UC to get birth control. Like if you live in the Bay Area, UC Berkeley or Davis's Health Center could give you birth control as long as you mention that you are a UC Santa Cruz student. In SoCal, you can visit UCLA, UCI, UC San Diego, and all other campuses for assistance. Just make sure that you tell them you're a UCSC student and they can help you from there. If you are on campus or you would like to go directly through the school, there is a birth control health questionnaire you can fill out on the health e-messenger on the student health portal. That'll connect you with the health center and they'll be able to further assist you with what might work best. If you're unsure about doing the questionnaire directly, SHOP can actually help you get an appointment for birth control with the health center, but that's only if you have UC SHIP and not cruise care. I also asked about monthly birth control subscriptions like the Pill Club, and they said to just make sure to talk to your doctor about it first. But there are some fun ones that include face masks and chocolate if you choose to go with a more frequent method such as the pill. Just a reminder that it's okay to talk about birth control and sexual health. 
Safe spaces like these help to destigmatize women's health. There are many health benefits to birth control. It can be a mood stabilizer, it could help you plan a pregnancy, and it can also just be used to stop the side effects of your period. SHOP is really a safe space, and even if you don't plan on using birth control but would like to learn more about what method would be best for you in a safe environment, it's an awesome resource that we have provided to us. Make sure to check out SHOP at shop.ucsc.edu for more info about birth control. Thank you all so much for listening to this Slugcast episode. I hope you have an awesome rest of the week.